Hi, I'm Chris Canaram, and you're listening to This Week in Skating. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. Today we are joined by someone who has been making a lot of announcements of new pairs teams recently. You know Chris Kinnearm as the 2018 Olympic team bronze medalist, two-time four continents medalist, and three-time U.S. champion with his wife, Alexa Kinnearm. Since he retired from competitive skating, Chris has been working as a coach with Jenny Mino Sand, with Jenny Mino Sand and Todd Sand at the Great Park Ice in Irvine, California. He was part of the team that won the 2023 PSA USFS Coach of the Year Award with Todd Jenny and Christine Fowler Binder. Earlier this year, Chris became the skating director at the Oakton Ice Arena in Park Ridge, Illinois, and has revised relaunch the Oakton Edge Skating Academy with a coaching team that includes Alexa, 2022 Olympian and two-time U.S. champion Timothy LaDuke, and two-time Olympian and 1981 world silver medalist David Santee, who was the previous program director at Oakton. So we want to welcome Chris to This Week in Skating. Hi, Chris. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're a very busy person right now. We've been seeing a lot of those posts on social media. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's been busy, busy since I started in February. That's for sure. So I want to know, how come you chose Oakton? Um, You were in California. What brought you to Oakton? Um, You know, Alexa and I have talked for a while about what we're doing after skating is over. Um, and I was obviously done first. Um, but she, you know, she loves her family. She's been away from her family a long time. Um, and she really wanted to get back to her family. So, um, Chicago was a place that we talked about, uh, potentially moving when we were both done, um, with skating. So this job, actually, I was, David called me and, you know, asked, if it was something I'd be interested in. Um, and at the time I had no intentions of moving anywhere right now. I was just, you know, in California and we were going to be there until Alexa was done. Um, however long that was going to be. Uh, and I, you know, I talked to Alexa about it. We talked about it for a long time, you know, it's a big decision. And, you know, she, we both decided that we wanted to get, at least get the interview process going because it's a great opportunity um, for both of us moving forward, because um, we both wanted to coach, um, and you can only skate for so long. So I went out a couple times and had, you know, three or four interviews, and um, it, you know, it all just worked out. It was, it worked out a lot faster than I thought it was going to work out. Um, but they actually wanted me to start in September the year before. Um, but I told them that like, there's, I just, I can't, I'm with Jenny and Todd right now. We've, I've been working with the kids all year. Like there's no way I can just leave in the middle of a season 
and move somewhere. So whatever happens, I cannot move until after U.S. Nationals is over. Um, so they, you know, Dave retired in September, um, and then they had like an interim skating director that just kept the program moving uh, until February. That was probably the one negative thing about me, about um, you know them picking me, is that they'd have to wait for a new director for a little while. But you know they decided that that was you know it was going to be worth the wait. Um, so, uh, you know, with obviously the new job and her family here, it was a big draw for both of us. Um, and we were going to make things work because I would be here. I would start, I, I, you know, I got to, uh, to Chicago, like right the week before I, the weekend before nationals, I drove out to Chicago with diesel. Um, and I left everything here and then we, uh, or I flew out to nationals and then flew back and I started February 1st. So like right after I got back, I started a couple of days later. Um, and we knew I need, you know, obviously Alex and I, we talked about this a long time. Um, and it was not like a quick decision, even though everything happened kind of quickly, um, about being away from each other and like the challenges with that. Um, so I, you know, went back and forth a little bit. Um, but she was obviously for worlds was in Japan and then world team trophy, they were going to be in Japan anyways. So it, it all, it all worked out well, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting few months of getting used to my new role and, you know, Alexa, us not being together has been, um, not great, but we know that, you know, when it's all over, it's going to be worth it, uh, in the end moving forward. She'll be joining you soon, right? After Stars on Ice? Yeah, she was just here. Like they had the show here in Chicago. Um, and she came in uh, a couple days early and she just left yesterday to go to Baltimore. That's her next show tonight. Um, so she was here for a few days, which was really nice. Um, she, you know, she hasn't really been like we bought a house and she hasn't really been here much. And I've been like replacing the, I've replaced the floors and I'm, you know, in the process of finishing the floorboards and like doing all this work. Um, so she's kind of seen it before and after. Uh, so it's been it's been interesting. And she's also helped being able to like organize and stuff because like, I, you know, I'm working and then I come home and I work on the floors and I do things and there's stuff that is not organized and put away where it should be, you know. So she's uh, she's been helping me with that while she's been here and she went to the rink a few times and um, I have my schedule and she just kind of took a lesson or two if she wanted to teach a little bit um, while she was there and she taught some of the pairs while she was here. So uh, it was, it was very nice having her and she'll be back on Monday because she finished the, the uh, tour this weekend. Yeah. I get to see, I will see her on Sunday in Hershey. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Last one. <laughs> but Daphne, yeah. you know but much about redoing your house right now. <laughs> I do. I just had a contractor finish doing the flooring upstairs in my house and it was chaos. I wish that I could, it was something I could have done by myself, but um, my fiance and I tried doing some flooring in that area before. And um, in order to stay together and not <laughs> uh, break up, we have to have someone else do it because... I learned something about myself. I'm not a very 
I'm not very nice when it comes to getting frustrated about something not working the way I thought it was going to. And with flooring, yeah. that's what I found. And so it was really frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's been a real pain, um, but and a little bit of a learning curve. Um, and then actually, it's kind of funny because while Alexa was like in Japan at Worlds um, and home, I would be like FaceTiming her and I'd just be sitting on the floor working you know, we had like, I got the click in one flooring. So um, yeah. I've just been working on the floor, cutting and doing things. One time we, she was at breakfast, like FaceTiming me at breakfast and some people walked by and like, uh, they like said hi. And I was just sitting on the floor <laughs> doing flooring in the afternoon and it was morning for her in Japan. Um, so we did that for a while because I mean, the floor took a little, the floor took a little time. It but takes it's finally pretty much done. It takes longer than you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it it's does. not super complicated, but it like is it takes a long it takes a while. It does. <laughs> you think that you can just get down there and start like putting the pieces together and that it's going to just like, like that, right? No. Yeah. I thought the guy <laughs> would be done in like a day and no. It was like two and a half days no, of no. flooring. Yeah. <laughs> it was a process. Yeah. So I I feel your pain there. I wish <laughs> Could have done it myself because yeah. it would have saved a lot of money, but uh, <laughs> I also wanted my relationship yeah. to survive, so had to do that. Well, halfway through, I'm like, I should just pay someone to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we said, too, and that's why um, basically the flooring didn't hold up because we did, like, the peel-and-stick tile. Because I, I, mm. I know you have pets, so you get it. I have ferrets. And so oh. we did a uh, peel and stick tile in that room because it had had carpeting. And so we put this peel and stick tile down, thought it was going to be fine. It was a process. It held up for maybe a year or two. And it, I knew that I had to do something in there because it just wasn't holding up. It wasn't durable enough for the little feet. So um, I had him come in and redo all of that but you mentioned that you brought diesel with you so where are the kitties um the the we brought the cats in december when we came for christmas okay because we knew i was going to move out here right before right after nationals and it's much easier to fly with them than drive yeah so <laughs> we just brought them out one shot it was very easy they stayed at my mother-in-law's house um she has a few cats of her own so uh, they were great. They were there for a while, actually like two months, a month and a half. Um, yeah. And then I, you know, diesel, we didn't want to put him under the plane. Yeah. So no. We drove, <laughs> but it wasn't too bad. It was like 26 or 27 hours. Um, it went by pretty fast, actually. It wasn't too terrible. Yeah. I found if you get in a groove driving, it seems a lot easier mm -hmm. and I like to throw things on like podcasts or music and mm -hmm. it just, it's pretty fluid to get through that. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. So you have quite the coaching team with you over there in Oakden. How did that come about and how did you like kind of decide, okay, now you're the skating director that you wanted to really revamp the Academy and make it, and bring in all these pairs teams that you're announcing. Yeah, I, you know, when I started, I didn't really know what to expect. 
Um, I was just trying to learn how to do all the administrative stuff, um, you know, be, you know, make sure the LearnEscape program was continuing. Uh, Dave was there, obviously. I took his position, but he teaches. Um, and he gave me a few students to to start going with. Um, so I didn't really have any expectations. Um, I wasn't like trying to get pair teams and trying to get people to come there as much as I could. Um, a lot of it happened just like organically. Um, and, uh, you know, once I started to, cause there was one girl that moved out from California, um, that was looking for a partner. And then like the pieces just kind of started falling into place. Um, I started to like really have a busy schedule, like starting at 6 a.m. And then, you know, like on Thursdays, I'm done at six o'clock, 6 p.m. when Learn Skate is over. And like my days were crazy. And um, the first month I, you know, I like to exercise and work out and like stay active. And like, I didn't do anything. I just went to work. I was there all day. I came home. I ate some food, took the dog out, went to sleep. And then woke up at 4.45 or whatever and did it all again. And that's like what I was doing for four weeks, four or five weeks. Um, so trying to manage that was something that took a little bit of time. Um, but eventually, as I was working through my schedule and making little adjustments here and there, um, I was able to get on a better routine. And then I started to get like the girlfriend, a partner, they tried out and that started working out. And then, um, another coach contacted me about someone that might be interested in pairs. And then I got another coach that did the same thing. And like, you know, I've had a little bit of that happen. So some single coaches contacted me and, um, I was able to put another little team together and then like, it kind of just kept going from there. Uh, but at a certain point, like, you know, I have strengths and weaknesses as a coach. Um, we all, we all do. Uh, and I knew that I was not going to be able to take care of every little thing that I needed to for each team. Like I needed to make sure I start to get certain people to help, you know, that have different strengths than I do. Um, and, you know, obviously Alexa is going to be here. Um, but I know that she's, you know, whatever she decides to do, I don't want her to come here and just be like, okay, here's your schedule, honey. See you at the rink <laughs> next eight hours. You know, like she's gonna, I'm gonna let her do as much coaching as she wants and let her kind of take a break from skating for a little while. And she can, you know, she can make those decisions on her own. Um, cause I don't want to burden her with that, but uh, working with Dave has been great, um, but there wasn't any, any, there wasn't any like high level coaches at the rink. There was a lot of younger kids that helped with the LearnScape program, um, but no high level coaches. There was another coach, Anya, who's been there a long time, and she just recently got a job at another rink, so she's only there a little bit. Um, so I know I needed to find people. I knew Timothy was in the area. Um, Timothy contacted me about uh, someone that was looking for a partner um, and we chatted for a little while and Timothy didn't really want to be like a head coach right now for pairs because it's a lot of work. Um, and he wanted to like, you know, he, he was just kind of like funneling uh, or they were just kind of funneling what uh, they were getting to me um, because Timothy knew that I was trying to 
not like right this second, but trying to kind of, kind of build a program as far as pairs. Cause that's my passion. Um, so some kids kind of came through Timothy to, to me. And then, you know, eventually I had Timothy was at the rink for some tryouts and I, t I talked to him and I was like, you know, how, like, how committed are you where you are? Um, I would love to work together in some way because you have a lot of strengths that I don't have. Um, and I know that I'm going to need those if I'm trying to have a successful program. Um, and so we talked for a little while and Timothy decided that he would want, he wanted to start working with some of the teams a little bit more um, and kind of get a little bit more involved. So, you know, obviously that, that worked out awesome. Um, and Timothy has been amazing. Um, they've choreographed some programs for some of the skaters. Um, you know, Timothy's like awesome at that part and I am not as good at that. So it's, it's worked out amazing. Um, so now Timothy's going to be here through the summer, a couple days a week, and then we're going to try and transition to hopefully more of a full-time, you know, there at the rink all the time. And so that would be awesome. Um, you know, we're both going to the pair camp next week, so that'll be a good time. Um, but so that's how I started kind of working with Timothy. Um, and he's, you know, he's, I'm, I'm going out of town this weekend. Um, and Timothy's kind of taking the role and he's coaching the kids this afternoon and this weekend and on Monday before I get back. Um, that's another great asset to having a team of coaches is that you can, you know, everyone can have your back if you're gone and out of town and vice versa. So, um, yeah, so that's Timothy. Obviously, Alexa is going to join um, when she's done at whatever type of role that she wants to. Um, and, you know, I've also been talking with some other people and trying to see how we can grow the program appropriately to not, you know, try and get like a bunch of coaches here and then have no students for the coaches to help. You know, you have to, you kind of have to work on that as you, as you go and add coaches correctly. So you don't, you're not overstaffed or understaffed. Um, so that's going to be, I don't know how that's going to go as we move, but <laughs> hopefully it's as smooth as possible. Um, and yeah, so there's some things in the works, but, you know, for now, I think that the, you know, Dave, Timothy, Alexa, and I, um, is a really good team of coaches um, and we can kind of handle most everything, uh, but we'll obviously be looking to grow the program and continue looking for, you know, coaches that want to be a part of a team rather than individual. That's another thing. Like I've been to a lot of different rinks and I always, it's always so interesting how like everyone like their own little team whether it's just the one coach or there's like two coaches and they like don't like each other and like they always fight about all this stupid little <laughs> crap that doesn't matter um you know one you know that student needs to get priority for music over another student and all this nonsense so I wanted to make sure too while I was starting this is to make sure that everyone is on the same page about being on a team and we're not going to be like this individual do your own thing 
type of situation because it doesn't work. Um, and it's not something that I want. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. We're all working together. And I think that's how we're going to be more successful in the long run. Um, so hopefully, you know, I can keep that moving and make sure everyone continues that. And I, I really don't see a problem with that with all the coaches that we have at the moment. So hopefully that stays the way it is, you know, moving forward. I think that's important when you're looking for people that you want to add to your team. It's really got to be someone that shares your vision and can fit in and connect, you know, like pieces of the puzzle to create this team that's going to help your students succeed. It's the same thing like totally. in any job, if you're part of a team, whether it's an office or anything else, that right mix of personalities and skills and just overall mindset makes the biggest difference in whether or not you could be successful or not. Yeah, totally, totally. So did you, I, I'm wondering since you, you ended your career training out under Jenny and Todd, was this something that you got to see in action while you were training there? Yeah, I mean, that we were a team, like 100%, you know, we we had an open line of communication, you know, there was obviously one person, like Todd was the head of the team, and he, you know, um, was making a lot of the decisions and the direction, but we all worked together and we all respected each other. Um, you know, I, I, they had no problem, which I really appreciate. Like as soon as I stopped skating and I started coaching and I kind of found a passion for that, they like a hundred percent let me start coaching and coach whoever, you know, they had no issues. Um, and they knew that, you know, they, they, they were smart as to like making sure that, like I said earlier, everyone had their strengths and weaknesses. They used me for my strength um, because I think that complemented what they could do and what they were doing already. Um, so I think that that filled a good, a good role and kind of filled in the whole circle um, as to what they, they needed, especially having like more teams you need a little bit more. So I like ran the off ice program and I worked a lot with the kids that were learning pairs. Um, you know, cause I think that's one thing I excel at is, you know, teaching the, the basics and where and what you need to do to be one safe and um, the technical stuff that goes along with uh, learning to make sure that there's, um, you know, safety obviously is the number one thing with pairs and make sure that everyone stays safe and uh, can train hard and efficiently. So um, they uh, they have been awesome. I'm actually going out this weekend to California to see Todd um, and going to their son's uh, graduation uh, party. So um, I'm pretty excited for that. I haven't seen Todd in a while, so um, I'm looking forward to it. I've talked to him a little bit, but um, that's going to be, I, I'm excited for the weekend. Yeah. Please let him know that we are still thinking of him and, yeah. you know, pushing for him. You know, um, he's been in our thoughts since, since uh, junior world. So yeah, I'm glad you're getting to go Thank see you. him. Yeah. I think that the way the skating community came together for him was, it was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was really a testament to how 
big yet small the skating world is and yet even though people may have differences especially like opinions or whatever they can still come together to do something really you know critical to helping someone that's in the sport no matter you know who it is so it's pretty amazing to see um i know we were both really like shocked when the news came out uh, yeah. about what had happened and then not surprised but just i guess it was really heartwarming to see the the support that they got yeah. and i don't think people were um i i was i'm hoping that people were really respectful you know of their privacy because the updates were were coming i mean they were released in little by little and and fans just seemed to really embrace it and just send love prayers and financially support um todd because he's been an icon in u.s skating yeah as a skater as a coach as an official um you know he's been in the sport for such a long time and he deserves to have that uh you know respect and the skating community to be able to like you know support him whether it's financially or you know whatever but he uh I'm just you know so happy that he's he's on the mend and he's doing he's doing better every day yeah that's truly a miracle mm -hmm. to see that mm -hmm. all coming about I I follow the updates and it's always such a positive thing to see um Jenny sharing those mm -hmm. updates about how things are going and 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 the family because they don't have to do that but it's appreciated because people do care mm -hmm. right for sure so it's yeah. yeah it's definitely appreciated now you got to go over to Japan um in place of Todd and Jenny for World Team Trophy to coach Alexa and Brandon what was that like for you going over there and being the coach at the boards yeah. Um, I mean, like going into world, I was an option and I talked to my bosses about like, I might need to leave, you know? Um, and then, you know, their choreographer was available and, um, they went with her, but she wasn't available for the next event. So, um, Alexa and Brandon asked if I would want to, and they talked to Jenny and Todd about it to make sure that, or Jenny about it to make sure that they were okay with it. Um, so I was, you know, honored to be uh, like a coach at that event with them, such a, such a great team. Um, and I was pretty much just there to hold the water bottle <laughs> and the guards. I mean, like at that point, you know, I mean, I was there and I supported them and talked to them a little bit, but like, you know, at that point, you know, with what they've done and how they, I mean, I, I watched them train every day, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know how they skate, how they train and how they compete and they don't need someone to like motivate them you know um you know i uh, i think alexa really enjoyed having me at the event because a lot of events i wasn't able to go to whether it was because of covid at the beginning of their partnership or um just with the scheduling and things like you know it's it's hard to to go to to, to an event for a week but she really enjoyed having me there. We were able to like, you know, hang out after and, you know, during on their days off and whatever. Brandon and I went golfing. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was honored to be able to go with them. Um, 
I never like asked to go. I never like pressured them to like, you know, I'll go with you. Um, but they, they asked me and I, you know, I was like, yeah, I would love to go. Um, but it was a great event. You know, they skated really well. I was so happy for them to, uh, you know, having a little bit of a disappointment at worlds, but, um, be able to like leave the season on such a high note was, uh, was awesome to be able to be front row for it too. That was even better. (laughs) Um, you know, whether it's their last competition or not, like, if it is, I'm just so happy to be able to have witnessed it like like I did. Um, but if it's not, you know, I just just happy that they were able to have the season they did um, and could end it as high as they did. I can imagine it's been hard for you to not be at every event in their partnership because they did team up, you know, right during COVID and you couldn't even be there at the Olympics when they were there. So, I mean, how hard was it for you to be away from Alexa while she's competing in, in, you know, in winning worlds and going to the Olympics and all of that? I'm sure it was just like, not easy. Uh, No, I mean, it wasn't easy at all. And like when they first got together and COVID, there was no ice. I was like working with them off ice twice a day, like all the time. So I, I was around a lot at the beginning. And then as they got their groove going, Um, I made sure that like I stepped back a little bit and made sure that I didn't like interrupt them becoming a team because you need to like make sure that uh, both people on the team know that like they're, I don't explain it. I just didn't want Brandon to ever feel like Alexa was doing something because of me or for me or something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. like I let them ma- made sure that they had their coaches, Jenny and Todd, and I helped them on the ice. We'd have lessons. Um, and I'd focus on twist or li- throws or whatever. Um, but I also made sure I gave them their space so they can, you know, have that relationship and be a team. Cause I knew that that's how they were going to be successful. Like, you know, um, I don't, I never wanted Brandon to ever feel like, like it was like two against one or or something like that. I don't know. I just, uh, it was, and it was hard to be honest with you. It wasn't easy. Um, but I think it was for the betterment of them and, you know, hopefully that it helped their career in some way. Um, but it was, it's, it was hard. I think it was a little harder for Alexa than me, to be honest. Um, because I found my, my new thing with coaching and I was very passionate about it. I love it. Coaching. Um, and when she'd go to competitions, like she'd be there to like do her job and do her thing. And she was on the ice working, but then she'd have eight hours of the day to relax. And, you know, she'd be by herself or, you know, we weren't hanging out during that time. And I think that that was hard for her. And I was just at home working and doing my routine and doing my thing. Right. So it was a little easier for me, um, especially being home a lot more often than her. Um, it was easier for me in that way, but yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, you know, I miss skating with her. Like that's, if that's the one thing that I miss about competing it's skating with her. Um, so, but it, you know, it, it all worked out great. And, you know, I think we're stronger for it. Um, the experiences that we've had in the last few years. So, you know, again, I mean, that leads me to why I'm so 
thankful to be able to be at their that event that I was in Japan. You know, it wouldn't be as special if I was at every event. Um, I wasn't able to go to all of their events with them. So I can see where it would be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Because Alexa's used to having you at those competitions mm -hmm. and having getting to spend that downtime. So this is a new experience. But I also think there's something to be said for understanding mm -hmm. that you were ready to, to move on from competing and she wasn't and you supported her in continuing mm -hmm. that dream. Yeah, she thought I was lying to her when I was telling her that. Like after... <laughs> After, you know, everything happened and I kind of, you know, officially stopped skating and like I was, I had to like convince her to find another partner. Like she thought I was like lying to her that I was okay with her skating with someone and continuing. Um, <laughs> so geez, luckily she listened to me. Um, yeah. And the only thing I was worried about was making sure there was someone that was like at a high level to mm -hmm. skate with her because, you know, I, I wouldn't want her to like skate with a random person just to skate. Right. Um, I wanted her to make sure she maintained such a high level that she was always at. And obviously that worked out better than I would have imagined. So, um, you know, it was a pretty, it was pretty funny that I had to like convince her to, that I was okay with her skating. Cause she's like, I'd never be okay with you skating with somebody else. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that just shows how you're different. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think what yeah. helps make a couple work is understanding that while you have to come together on a lot of things there are still those things that can be different and you you know saying well I'm okay with this you know you you mm -hmm. need to do this I mean that that's really cool because you know, like you said, Alexa said she didn't want you to, <laughs> she wouldn't want you to go do that. Yeah, so it's funny. kind of cool to to yeah. see that. So I know, and this is uh, getting away from skating for a minute. Um, you also have another passion for cars. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Because I've, I've yeah. watched you do a lot with cars over like the last, I think, decade. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a passion or a problem. Um, <laughs> I've had so many cars and I've gotten really good in the last couple of years. Okay. Like I've really, I've really, uh, controlled it, but I've had like so many different cars in the last few years. It's ridiculous. Um, and I had a lot of projects that I worked on. It was something nice to, that was different than skating. Um, but since moving, I mean, like I had a Camaro that I had for a long time and I, you know, traded it for a truck when we drove on the drive from uh, Illinois to California when we officially moved out because I knew that one, the Camaro was not legal to drive in California because of emissions. And then two, oh. I would be able to sell the truck for more money in California. So that's kind of how that happened. So I traded for this truck and we let's see we started um with a trailer towing our little suv and then i had a truck um that had the dogs in it and uh brian johnson was driving the box truck and then i was driving the truck and we drove out and after i traded the camaro for the truck the truck was too big to go on the trailer so then i had to drive the new truck I just got, Alexa drove the other truck and then Brian drove the box truck. 
<laughs> so oh my goodness. It was, we were just driving this empty trailer basically to <laughs> um, California. And then we got stuck because the road closed because of snow. And Alexa like spun off the road. Oh, no. It was like this. She was fine. Everything okay. was fine. But it was like a disaster. Um, and then I'm like, we're paying for three big, huge trucks to drive across the country. It was ridiculous. But eventually we got there and I sold it and it was fine. But it was a, a funny story. I do regret selling that car, but it, it all worked out. We needed to make sure that we were able to financially live in California when we first got there because it's not cheap. It um, definitely is not. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we eventually started coaching while we were training and like it all worked out great. But um, since being in California, I haven't really had too many little, I've had a couple little projects as far as cars are concerned, but um, nothing like when we were in Colorado and I, I don't, we have one car at the moment. I need to get another one because Alexa needs one, but she's been gone for such a long time that <laughs> we haven't needed two cars. So right. when she gets back, we're yeah. going to get her a car. I always thought that you were going to go into some sort of like car, <laughs> like that was going to be what you were going to do. And so to have you stay in the sport and work on developing pairs and in Oakton, it's pretty awesome that you're continuing with that. Cause like I said, I thought you were going to do something <laughs> with cars. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Brian Johnson did. He's, he's working on cars now. That's what he does. Um, so he is one that actually did that. Um, cause he had the same type of love for cars as me. He's had a lot of projects. Um, he's gone to school for it. So he's now actually doing it. Um, I just found, you know, I love coaching a little bit more than getting my hands dirty under a hood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since you stayed in the skating world, can you tell me a little bit about some of these, uh, pairs teams that you announced? I know, a big one is Andy Dang and Adele Zhang. I know that's a one that I think people were excited about seeing. Yeah. So let's see. We'll start from the lowest. So I have a little juvenile team. Um, <laughs> and they were ice dance. They did juvenile ice dance, I guess, Yes, last they year. did. Yeah. I run a website called icedance.com. So I've been in the ice dance world for over 20 years. I was really surprised to see they were switching to pairs, but it's good. It's good. They're really good yeah, they're, skaters. They're great. They're they're great. They're that six a.m. Uh, lesson, you know, a couple days a week. They've start. They work with Timothy as well, um, and then their parents contacted me, and then I talked to the coaches about it that they had at the time, and uh, they, I don't know why. They want. They just wanted to try ice or uh, pairs, and they started to work with Timothy a little bit, um, and they kind of like adjusted their free dance to put pair elements in. Um, and then I work with them a couple days a week and help them a little bit more on like the levels and things um, that they need. But they've they've been a lot of fun to work with, and they, uh, you know, they both obviously enjoy skating. You can tell. Um, but they've been great. Uh, and then we got, uh, let's see, a little novice team, Balin and Michael. Um, he can't, comes from like Jeremy and Denise, their camp. Um, he's wanted to do pairs for a little while, uh, but just hadn't had like the, the opportunity. I know he went to Fox Valley a little bit with Rockney and Kiana or Rockney and Steph, but um, that was like a really long commute for him for because he's in school. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so then, you know, I was another suggestion and, and then Balin, I've, Maria is her singles coach and I've worked with her once like a year ago or something. She wanted to like try pair stuff and I was in town and I worked with her for a little while. Um, and then once Maria knew that I was going to be moving, she contacted me to try and start looking for a partner for her because she wanted her to do pairs. Um, and then her and Michael were a good match. Um, you know, Michael's, uh, he's a little shorter. So finding someone that was closer to his age that was super short was a tough challenge, um, which I tried to do. But um, at the end of the day, I think that like for me, like I was 18 and my partner was 12 um, and she was, you know, a kid. And I think that that's one reason I was able to learn how to do the pair stuff um, well is because I had a, a, I mean, I was skating with a child at the time um, and it was kind of like a, a brother, sister type thing, you know, as she, she was, her family was awesome, but I think that's one reason why I learned how to do pairs well, as far as lifts and twists and things is because I worked with someone like that. So I thought that maybe that was, a, might be a good idea for Michael because neither of them have done pairs before. So, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how long it lasts past the season, but um, they have been awesome. Balin has like more energy than I could ever dream of. <laughs> um, so their short program is to foot loose. Um, so it's very energetic. Um, so we'll see how that goes, uh, you know, and then Michael's a great guy. He's in school. Um, and he's, uh, he's eager to learn. It's been tough with the schedule, with the school schedule. And he's the same way, like mm -hmm. working around these schedules has been a headache a little <laughs> bit. Um, but we're doing that. We, we, you know, we've, tr we've done the best we can and, you know, hopefully it's going to be enough at the end of the year for them to feel like they've had a successful season. Um, cause I think that Balin and Michael could be junior. They're good enough to do junior, but with the time schedule, it's, it's silly to put them in junior, um, in my opinion. So we're just going to keep them novice and see how it goes and they can learn. Um, and then let's see Ashley and Aaron, um, Ashley's someone that came from California. Um, they're going to be doing junior, they're junior eligible. Um, so they're just, Aaron did pairs last year, but he was injured a bit. So he didn't do much as far as competitions. Um, like at the pair final, I think he just skated around with his partner to qualify to go to nationals. I remember. Yeah. And then it didn't work out. So he's pretty fresh as far as the pairs concerned. Ashley did pairs a little bit, but her partner, her last partner, um, you know, had a hard time and they, they split up before she could do the pair final. Um, so we put Timothy choreographed both the programs, the free and the short, um, which are great. And then, you know, we'll just see how they, how they develop. They're able to skate a little bit more of a normal schedule. Um, cause they're both 18. So they're, uh, they're doing a good job and we'll just see how they develop. I, you know, I hope that, they get to a point where they can potentially get a junior Grand Prix. That would be great for them. Um, and then Andy, <laughs> these two, this has been <laughs> Andy and Adele. So Adele, Denise contacted me about Adele and like said that she, you know, had someone that wanted to try pair. So I skated with her a little bit 
And she started to pick things up very quickly. And Adele's a very good jumper. She's a very good single skater. Um, I think she won sectionals last year in junior. Um, so I knew we needed to find someone that was comparable to that as far as the single skills. So we, uh, Andy, how did I get involved with Andy? That's a great question. I think they reached out to me um, and I talked to Timothy about, no, they reached out to Timothy um, about wanting to look for a partner. And then Timothy reached out to me. That was before uh, Timothy and I started working together because Timothy didn't want to be a head coach yet. And so, you know, they directed him to me. Um, but Timothy and I were both at the tryouts for Andy and Adele and Andy had a couple other tryouts um, and we both were there, you know, working together and going through the tryout at Oakton. Um, Andy is obviously a very good pair skater. He's a very good single skater. Um, so finding him someone that was at that level, um, he wanted someone that had a lot of experience, which I understand. Um, but him and Adele had a couple tryouts. Um, and I think he, he saw that she was learning very fast. Um, and so, you know, he decided like, you know, that I, he wanted to skate with Adele. And so they've been skating on weekends, basically. Um, she's driven up to him and he's driven down to us. Um, and we were just kind of going back and forth. He's coming down this weekend to get um, their short program done by Roheen. Um, so I'm looking forward to that right before camp. And then we're just going to, you know, it's another team, like they're junior eligible. They have, it's a tough schedule with his school and things that are going on. So we're just going to, this is a long-term, I think, partnership. And they both going in understood the situation um, and what the struggle is going to be as we navigate the season um, and the next season. So that was good that everyone was on the same page because that can be kind of hard. Some parents think that they're going to get a certain amount of time and some parents think that it's, you know, it can be, it can be interesting. Um, but they're, you know, they, again, they're, she's learning very quickly. Um, so I hope that they, you know, obviously they should get a junior Grand Prix and we'll see how the season goes. Um, they're going to do junior in the States and internationally because of the schedule. Yeah. And that's another one. Like they're, they're obviously good enough to do senior. They would be fine in senior. But it's just silly to put that type of pressure and that expectation on them, especially a new partnership. Um, we want to make sure that they have a long partnership and not a frustrating partnership. So we'll start in junior and then, you know, see how the season goes and how we can work through it and kind of go from there. Um, and then I have a couple of girls that are like, you know, learning pairs, trying to learn pairs um, in the wings, but you, there's not a lot of boys it's, you know, that's the thing. I think all the, all the kids that are trying to do pairs, it's frustrating, especially for the girls that are trying, because there's a real, real limited amount of boys, like the, the camp that's coming up next week. There's like 20 girls going and there's two or three boys. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it, you know, unfortunately that's the way it is. I wish that more coaches would push their kids to do pairs especially at certain levels I think there's a at certain levels it's you know it might not work in singles and you know trying to keep the athlete in 
the sport, it's smart to push them towards pairs or ice dance even, you know, yeah. mean, whatever. Agreed. Something rather than burning them out and then they disappear. And it's a talent that could potentially be something that's not. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully that can keep, we can keep working through that as we go, but that's been a challenge for, I think, pairs, coaches since forever. Yeah. So hopefully. Yeah. I know you worked with like Gabby Izzo who decided, okay, I'm going to leave the singles to go to pairs. And now I'm assuming she's still waiting on a partner. Um, so there is, there's a lot of that where you were seeing a lot of more of the female single skaters deciding that they want to try pairs, but that there's just not enough guys to, you know, partner with. Yeah. Yeah. Gabby's a great example. She's a great single skater. She's very strong. She wants to do it. She's willing to put the work in to do it, but there's no one to do it with. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's, you know, it's hard in that, in that way for some of these kids. We've talked about it before on the podcast about how can you make pairs and ice dance more marketable to boys who just will not cut it in the singles world because they can't do the the technical elements like the quads and yeah how do you make it's not an easy question to answer no and it's you know it comes from a lot of different avenues whether it's parents whether it's the coach i mean or the kid just being scared of trying you know it, it pairs can be dangerous mm -hmm. um you know, maybe that kid's not a big team player, maybe, you know, whatever, there could be all sorts of things. So, you know, who knows? I just wish that one thing I think that pairs can do better is get more kids involved in pairs early. Like we should have a million juvenile pair teams. Yes. Pair, juvenile yes. pairs is easy. You don't have to do it every day. You can do yes. it a couple of days a week and you'll be a juvenile pair team. Like it's not a difficult thing, whether it's the coaches are nervous to teach the skills, which there's only like two or three pair skills in there. Otherwise it's all singles. Yeah. Um, or what the case may be, but I feel like there should be a ton of juvenile intermediate pair teams because it's a very easy thing. And whether they last all the way through, or maybe they do juvenile for a year or two, and then they go back to singles, at least they'll have a little more confidence and understand pairs more later in their career and decide, okay, I did it. It was fun. I don't really feel singles anymore. Maybe I'll try it again mm -hmm. type of thing. But yeah, you know, perfect world. Are yeah. tough to come by. Exposure, I think is important. Mm -hmm. Like exposing yeah. them early enough where they can say, oh, I want to try that because it looks fun. You know, being able to yeah. skate with someone else, making it normal or normalizing it mm -hmm. to be, oh, wow, you know, you can do this by yourself. You can also do this with a partner. Mm -hmm. And that could right. be fun to try. Um, it is a lot of fun. And it's even cheaper than singles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, everything's cut in half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've often wondered if maybe one of the problems, and I've read about this too online, it's been speculated about that sometimes coaches, and you talked about this earlier, maybe coaches don't are concerned about putting their kids in pairs because they'll leave and go somewhere else. That's for sure. One of the issues. Yeah. You know? But pairs need to have single skills. So like, yeah, you're still, you can still work with them. Exactly. But also like, you know, you need to be a coach that's there for the student and for the athlete. Mm -hmm. Like 
it's not about yourself. Like it's about the athlete and making the athlete better and the mm-hmm. best that they can be in whatever sport they're in. And that's, it's kind of selfish if you're doing that, you know, just to keep, you know, a lesson for the week or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially but, you know, because what, what might be best for you or what you think is best for you is not best for the athlete. Mm-hmm. And you need right. to put them first. I mean, you're being paid to coach them. And I think one of the things about being a coach is knowing when it's time to say, you know what, I've done all I can do with you. It's time for you to move on to a someone who can take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it happens in dance where I know coaches who have done that. They have said, you, you know, I know I've gotten you to novice, but to go to junior and have opportunities You've got to go somewhere else. Like we need to transition you can still be involved, but you need to work with someone else. And I wish Mm -hmm. we had more of that in pairs Um, and in dance too. I I think it's important to have things be a little less clicky and a lot more open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's going to move our federation further. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, we won't lose those kids who burn out on singles because they keep trying to do things they can't do. They right. can try something else, especially ones who would fit in the pair's discipline that, you know, the taller boys. It'd be great to transition them to something that they could be really successful at. And by burning them out early, I just think about all the skaters that we may have missed, you know, mm-hmm. because they got oh, burned out too oh, quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and talking with us about this because Gina and I both been excited um, because pairs, let's be honest, is in the most imp- popular discipline in the U.S., It's always exciting for us to see someone who's developing a training center because that, I think, will continue to grow the sport by offering different places to train. You know, high-level coaching in different places in the country. And so we're really excited that you were willing to come on. I know you're super busy. Uh, but we, yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, before is there you, anything? Yeah, be- yeah. Before you go, Chris, I was just going to ask, where can people find out about the Oakton Skating Academy? Yeah, so you can go into the website, prparks.com. Um, what did that work? Yep. So you can go into the web. Yeah, it freezes a couple website, times. Prparks.com. Yeah. Or, or um, oh, okay. And, and, they, and you can do it that way. You can email me. C K N I E R I M at prparks.org. Um, and I can send you the information. Um, and then you can also follow the Instagram that Alexa put together. That like <laughs> Instagram. I am not big into social media. Okay. I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, posting every day or every couple of days or whatever. Um, Alexa is a lot better at that than me. And she's like, you know, I think you should have an Instagram for your, because the, the name, like the, uh, making a new name because it had a different name before and then the management's like you know we want a fresh start we would like a new a new name and stuff uh, especially starting the summer schedule so i made that and then alexa's like we should have an instagram and show like videos and stuff of the program and how it's growing and such so then 
she she's in charge of all that <laughs> stuff so she did that and you know I had to send her like pictures and stuff and she she did that but um you know that's another thing if you want updates and things on the that the updates will come a lot faster once Alexa's here <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, because I don't even have the password for that Instagram, so <laughs> I'm not in charge of any of it. Um, She's great at marketing. Yeah, she is. She's really awesome. great at marketing. Yes. Yeah, and then we're we're gonna have some like everyone that is uh, Dave, Timothy, mine, or Alexa. Like, if we're the head coach of the pairs or athletes, they'll eventually single skaters will start going up there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone that we're head coaches of, our team is will eventually get put on there we just threw the pairs on first yeah it's great to see pairs getting the attention yes definitely it was very exciting to see one announcement after another announcement of a new team especially you know teams here in the u.s where you know we're don't have as many teams coming up through the ranks so yeah yeah Yeah, for sure well gina uh well okay so we'd like to thank chris for coming on our episode uh, Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? You can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, at thiswkinskating. That's for Twitter. And then Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. And we love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all your feedback as always. We have reached the end of another fun episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a nice week. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.